so this will be a little bit messed up when you're listening. If people at home, uh, if you're listening to the iTunes version of this later, uh, I'm sorry the beginning got cut off. You missed some really good stuff. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's fine. I guess you'll have to wait till someone else. You can, world peace. That's we're right. Not, we're not rehashing old territory. That's right. I'm not going to go back and introduce Taylor. You people are at, on Facebook have already got that juicy content. Anyways, let's get to it. Uh, so some of the stuff that I, I jotted here quickly. I said I finished the new Spider-Man game, uh, which we talked about last month. Pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, Taylor, you're playing that yourself. Uh, yeah, I haven't finished it. I, I'm late to the game, but cool. quite literally. Um, but it's fun it's a lot of fun cool i wrote uh kavanaugh piece of shit (laughs) and just uh which we won't get into but that's how i feel um uh psn you can finally uh 15 no i don't know 15 years later since the ps3 you cannot change your playstation names now you can really big deal i guess in the in the world of gaming now tongue for those who aren't gamers what is psn playstation network oh thanks bud. <laughs> yeah it's not that important but uh i thought it was notable since it's been a uh, for uh, playstation nerds it's been uh, the bane of their existence for a long time uh, i don't care because i have the perfect playstation name yeah what is it 69 tongue <laughs> no oh. it's not it's not that it's not that uh gator <laughs> uh, boy with an eight telltale games uh huge company got shut down um, you might have heard about this, Taylor. The people who made the Walking Dead games, the player yeah. adventure games. Huge. One of the biggest video game companies out there went bankrupt almost. I don't think they officially went bankrupt, but so they... wasn't. So Telltale does the, the choose-your-own-adventure games like Batman yeah, Guardians and all that. Uh, it's one of those companies. That's right. They, didn't they just get a thing with Netflix? Weren't they going to... Yeah, so they, that's the last thing they're doing is they're going to put the Minecraft... Uh, oh, Minecraft video game onto Netflix, which I thought is a cool idea putting video games on Netflix, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, what else here? Uh, that Maniac show came out. I'm liking it so far. I wish I could talk more about it, but I haven't finished it. Sorry, too bad. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed came out. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 came out. Super Mario Party came out. Red Dead Redemption just came out. People who aren't watching the stream, I assume everybody is playing that game, which is, you know... Put it down for a second, people. Taylor and I are talking right now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Big Mouth came out. Uh, I That was going to be one of the topics I really wanted to talk about. But I'll just say right away, uh, I loved it. Uh, that that show's amazing. Yeah, uh, it was hilarious. Uh, Castlevania, new season came out. Haunting of Hill House, you watched that. That came out. Uh, and I guess it's killing killing it because everybody's talking about it yeah it's it's something else it's really uh and uh let's see netflix marvel it canceled iron fist and luke cage and i've heard uh which we'll talk about later possibly daredevil might be hitting the can soon too which i hope not i hope not (laughs) hitting Uh, the can sounds like a euphemism for taking a shit uh that's exactly what i meant (laughs) daredevil has taken a giant shit on netflix (laughs) uh but let's get started with the real deal here taylor can i I run through i got some oh yes 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 go ahead uh chris evans hanging up the cap shield he did that instagram post true true Uh, great um we got the look at the new spider-man suit Mm -hmm. uh we also got a look at the mandalorian the new star wars tv show from john favreau oh true yeah 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 they they scrapped the boba fett movie and they're just going to focus on the tv show which is great nice um yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is delayed until 2021, and James Gunn went over to Suicide Squad 2. True. That might be good. That might be good. 
That's it what could sui- be worse. <laughs> That's what su- hey, Suicide Squad is an Oscar award-winning movie. You take that back. It sure is. Uh, Laura Gordon, if you're watching right now, I know you're watching from the living room probably, <laughs> but uh, this snail filer is really fun. I recommend everybody get one because it feels like you're a wizard, Harry. Uh, <laughs> let's go into uh, what we're talking about today. So uh, as you can see by this fancy pantsy graphic, we have Venom. We're talking about Daredevil season three and a star is born. Now, Taylor and I are going to do our darndest not to spoil anything without throwing up the spoiler icon. Okay. So if we're going to spoil something, we will explicitly say spoiler, but I want to, you know, generally keep things non-spoiler, non-spoilers probably until we do until we do which we we have to for some of these things uh we're doing a bonus topic as well uh of halloween the new halloween movie um as you can see by this awesome graphic i couldn't taylor doesn't have any selfies of himself uh so he's not a really good millennial i'll tell you what but uh, there is one of him pointing to his uh i think his abs i think that's what he's trying to show us (laughs) and one of him coming out of the shower which uh you know, probably scarier than Michael Myers, I, I would assume. If it was any other month, I would take that as an insult, but thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Taylor, are you ready? Uh, let's check with chat real quick here. Uh, thanks for saying that we were all thinking. Re- Wait, hitting the can, Taylor. <laughs> thanks for saying that we were all thinking. R-E hitting the can, Taylor. And then... Yes, we have a a, yes. Laura brought one of our our mutual friends into the conversation, which is great. Okay, (laughs) let's get down to business to defeat the Huns and talk about Venom. Boom. All right, let's pull up some clips here. Uh, I don't think we have to go too much deep into Venom. Uh, I think everything that has been said has been said already, but let's talk about it. Uh, It's overall thoughts. Yeah, it was. It was fine it was fine to bad i would say personally i would say it was fine to okay which i guess is two of the oh, same good. yeah um that's a controversial stance yeah actually you know what i mean i guess it leans more into the bad stuff i i do i i think i reviewed it on letterbox and i gave it like a two and a half stars or something like that yes you did i had i had okay time with it i wasn't mad about seeing the film uh i did see in re- uh, usually for superhero films, I'm like, I have to get the uh, AVX IMAX experience. Venom, I'm like, I'm going to get the regular cheap version of this movie. Uh, so I wasn't mad about paying like, you know, eight bucks for it. Um, Tom Hardy, I thought, and this has been said a million times, but I thought Tom Hardy is great. He definitely commits to his roles, which yeah. I appreciate him as an actor. Uh, there is a scene, uh, which is non-spoiler, where he's just... Uh, He's going crazy because he has a symbiote in him and he like dunks his like entire body into a fish tank, which I think the scene itself is kind of a mess. But the 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 way he acts out (laughs) that whole sequence, I thought was quite entertaining and a mark of a true actor. (laughs) I think Uh, he really commits to his role there. He ate that crustacean. He sure did. Oh, yeah. He just just bites a lobster. Um, The story is a mess. His story is kind of all over the place. Um, what do you think? I think uh, my big my big complaint is they spend uh, the first third of the movie is is kind of boring. Not kind of boring. It is boring, and they spend oh, yeah. too much time uh, dedicated to uh, the villain Riot, the symbiote, jumping from one uh, thing to another. 
you see like it jumped to like uh some there's some military person i guess to uh an old lady to a little girl and and for what just to go into riz ahmed's character i guess yeah it wasn't a great finish line uh his character the villain like riz ahmed's fantastic i don't think anybody will disagree with that but him as a villain was just kind of weak he was just so cookie cutter i'm an evil exec i wrote that exact thing it's just like he I usually think uh, villains are bad in movies is because they don't show you enough time with the villain. So you don't have enough time to explore why that person's bad or why, what, what compels them to do a thing. But in this movie, they show plenty of his character. But every time they go back to him, he's just like, I'm evil because I'm evil. <laughs> yeah. And then when he finally gets the riot symbiote, 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 however the fuck. Symbiote? Uh, I think it's symbiote. Yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. I say symbiote. Um, but yeah, when he got that, he was just slightly more gray venom. It was the same thing. It was just very uninteresting to watch. I thought that Man, oh, that. the CGI, the CGI in the movie can go from like pretty, I think some, some of the parts like, oh, that's pretty cool. Cause I like how venom moves and stuff like that. And I love how big he is and stuff, but I, I hated seeing a CGI, like CGI symbiotes fighting each other. It was just so hard to follow and kind of, <laughs> such a mess. Yeah, and his overall plan, like, stop me if I'm forgetting something, but so they found the symbiote on a meteor that had millions of symbiotes, they said. Yeah. And he wanted to send up a rocket ship to go get more of them to take over the Earth. To take over the Earth to, like, I think it was because the planet is dying or something yeah, like that. But how how would he get them? I don't know. I think the whole point is, like, if you put Riz Ahmed's character in today's world, it's like, okay, climate change is going to fuck us over. So let's get symbiotes on Earth so we can survive anything. It's always terraforming with these movies. Yeah. It's always the same thing. Very also, relatable. The little girl that was in Malaysia, she got taken over by Riot. And then it jumped six months later. Oh, yeah, yeah. She got on the plane and she's still the same little girl. Yeah. Uh, a positive of the movie is uh well we were talking about tom hardy being great and i still i remain he's still great i didn't uh i think he's great i think he he acts his dick off for that character and what for what he's given like yeah. the, the script I just, is I, I, I thought eddie brock was just kind of a douchebag though before he even got the symbiote like at the start of the movie pulls up and he's like the security guard's like eddie my man like you're my friend you can't park your bike there though he's like oh well i can't hear way i was like this guy's an asshole yeah uh, i guess so like also, do they know who that he's Venom at the end of the movie or not? Because everybody sees that he's Venom. Then at the end of the movie, he's got a TV show again. Oh, I don't... Should he be a wanted fugitive? I don't think everyone knows he's Venom. At least the person... Literally, that... there are scenes of him turning into Venom with standing with cell phones. Oh, is there? Oh, okay. Yeah, many of it. I and Maybe like, I missed that the part. The old lady in the store that's playing in the scene yeah. right up there. He's he's very non-discreet. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember that, but I guess yeah. Uh, here's um, I don't mind somewhat spoiling this movie because it's it's fine. But I really disliked how uh, there's a obvious turn in the movie where Venom has to be the good guy in this film, right? He's an antihero, but he's the good guy. But I'm fine with that because uh, Agent Venom is, you know, a staple in Marvel Comics these days. And Venom has always kind of been that anti-hero these days. But I, I don't like his turn to be becoming good because you don't know where it came from. There's a line it in the movie. from screenwriters realizing they had to get onto the final act. Yeah. So there's a point where Venom's like, 
what what made you want to save the point uh, the planet Venom? And Venom says, "You did, Eddie. You did." And I'm like, "But when did you guys like each other? They they hate each other for so much part of the movie. They kind of get along in a weird uh, dislike buddy kind of uh, relationship, and then that third act comes around and they're just friends." <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. And also, could the symbiote read his mind or could it not? Because he said he could, but then whenever Michelle Monaghan calls, he's like, who's that? I'm like, can't you read his mind? Should Michelle you? Williams' character, you mean? Like, Michelle Williams, sorry. Yeah. Michelle Monaghan. That's a brunette. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That that part was weird. I, that really bothers me because I, I wish you, you can kind of write that kind of yourself is where like Tom Hart, they, they need each other in a way and Tom Hardy saves Venom and then Venom likes him. Like, it's such an easy way to write that in. But instead, it's just like, I'm a good guy now. And I don't know. It just kind of fell flat for me. Um, it felt like a movie from like 2004. Like Daredevil. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Oh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Daredevil. Um, I haven't seen that movie in ages. <laughs> I, I think I remember it being okay at the time. I don't at know. The time. At the time. Uh, okay, let's see what else. We have um, uh, Michelle Williams. I uh, Really quickly, uh, I just feel like she phoned it in in that movie. They uh, had no chemistry. They had zero chemistry. I, uh, they gave her more to do than they usually give women to do in a movies, like a movie like this, so that was great. But That was kind of cool, I guess. It, yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I didn't think they were. Her I role... Her boyfriend... <laughs> oh god oh the, uh, that boyfriend i thought you meant yeah. i liked your boyfriend tom hardy i'm like yeah <laughs> me too no, the guy who just didn't turn out to be a bad guy because yeah the new boyfriends are like the boy yeah he's exactly. like judge reinhold and liar liar he's like oh he's just a good guy doing his best um yeah that was pretty cool i guess um and at the very end and i guess this is a spoiler so I'll, I'll throw up the spoiler icon here here but uh <laughs> so bad Yes, <laughs> it's uh, it's Carnage. We have Carnage coming at the next movie. Yeah, he's he's like writing in blood on the wall. Welcome, Eddie. It just made me think of that Simpsons thing. It was like, yo, use a pen. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, what's his character's name? What's that character's name? Woody I know Harrelson. it's not Woody Harrelson. I know that, oh, but Cletus like Cassidy? Cletus Cassidy. He's supposed to be a kind of like a psycho, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it doesn't make me thrilled as I mean, I, Carnage, obviously, we need Carnage, right? But at the same time, um, we just saw Riot. We already saw a Symbiote versus Symbiote. So this will just be more, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, Woody Harrelson with like curly red hair <laughs> looks so weird. Such a bad wig. It's such, such a bad It's wig. a bad wig. It's a bad wig. They can do better. Great actor. Just, but should just be bald. Who cares? Yeah, why not? I, why not? But the red means carnage. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. All right, let's wrap up Venom here. Overall, I think uh, if you... S you don't need to see this movie in theaters. In fact, I don't even think it's in theaters anymore. No, you can just listen to an Evanescent song and get the gist of it. <laughs> I think um, uh, you could probably just wait for this movie to go on Netflix and see it on a lazy Sunday afternoon, I guess, if you really want to. Uh, I think... I don't think it's as bad as some people say it is. In fact, you know, the critics score is really bad, but the audience score is surprisingly really good on Venom. A lot of yeah, people like this movie. It wasn't, I didn't hate it like Suicide Squad, to reference that again, because oh. there were a couple parts where I'm like, that's kind of cool, but then they squandered them, which kind yes. of bugs me more, because I'm like, oh, there's seeds of something here. You right. Just, 
so like you said, you hit the they nail on the head. It. It's a 2000, it seems like a 2004 movie, but in some ways that's kind of cool, but it is 1000% better than Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that's not even a contest. That, that movie's hot garbage. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up Venom and uh, move on. Let's see what we have in the comments here. Nobody's, Nothing. oh, we have some people that are joined. Hello, thank you for popping in everyone. Uh, I'm gonna just wave to the people at home. Uh, thanks for popping in, peeps. That's how, uh, that's what people are saying that's these fun. days. That's how it's done. Oh, uh, <laughs> let's move on to Daredevil. Daredevil. Daredevil? Uh, the Devil of Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> that's a little bit oh, more. I wish we Jeffy. could have got Leslie in here just to do his Wilson face in the background the whole time. Wesley. Wesley. That's all. It's like, I got nothing. Just Leslie. <laughs> Leslie. Uh, okay, so let's uh, pull up something here. I'll pull up the window capture for some trailers of Daredevil. Dude, this show. Oh, my God. Uh, it'll be hard to talk about without spoiling, and I, I'll try not to. We'll get to spoilers later. But uh, what did you think? It was fantastic, and I wasn't surprised. Like As you know, I just finished this today because I had to cram it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was... I definitely had tempered expectations. The, the latest uh, Netflix Marvel output has been kind of wonky. Yeah. But uh, so I went into this with kind of not expecting much. And boy, was I delighted to be wrong. Yeah. I think uh, Daredevil has been consistently good. A season two has had a, you know, there's a bump in the road, you could say, the I guess. The first four episodes of season two, the Punisher arc, are amazing. Yes. I, I, I honestly liked the second half of season two of uh, Daredevil, mm-hmm. but I, I could see, like, some the, the pace of it was uneven, right? Yeah. In this story, uh, it is... Uh, what I like about this, I was telling some friends of the show about this, uh, but basically... Uh, Netflix Marvel has had a uh, tendency to split their their uh, their seasons in half. Basically, first four six episodes is one arc, the next half is another arc. Uh, but this season of TV is one giant arc, which I appreciate. They like just focus in on this one story. Yeah, and I know it encompasses all of Hell's Kitchen and like Greater New York, but it mm-hmm. feels like a smaller story too, right? Yeah, yeah, and I I, I love that. I, I really like that part. And um, for people who don't know, it, it picks up directly after uh, Defenders, which was a very disappointing show. But I actually didn't even watch Defenders. Yes, so you kind of you didn't matter, right? Like you kind of got the gist of what happened. Yeah. Uh, so it a picks up right fell after on him? a building fell on him. Uh, everyone thought he was dead. Uh, and, uh, that's it <laughs> really. Um, but this is whole, this whole story, uh, I love it. Cause I, I, the born again, daredevil story, the comic book story is his most famous story and the inspiration it drew from that story, but how different it is too, is, is quite awesome. I thought. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just without spoiling stuff, just talking about the show broadly, like it, Another thing with Netflix uh, Marvel shows is they talk about a lot of the fight scenes take place in hallways and mm-hmm. alleys. But this season, they there were so many giant set pieces. Like, you know, there's usually one or two a season that you're like, oh, the Daredevil in the hallway fight scene or like going down the stairwell. Oh, the jail scene. scene. The jail scene. <laughs> the jail scene in this season was insane. Yeah, it's like he cool. fought through a whole jail. Yeah, uh, one there take. Was- <laughs> 
yeah right. like there was that there was one where he he's in um oh god what's his name melvin uh the guy that's guardian oh yeah yeah the, the, the saw guy buzzsaw yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i think uh gladiator not guardian excuse oh me. is his name gladiator um, i thought it was buzzsaw i could or maybe just uses buzzsaws as a bat uh, his he buzzsaws. yeah but yeah, like that, there were fight scenes. There were just so many huge fight scenes. He, he had a couple ones, with Bullseye, mm-hmm. which were I I liked what they did with the Bullseye character too. Dude, I thought it was amazing. Uh, I guess we're jumping around a lot, uh, yeah. but uh, I guess okay. Let's 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 take it back a bit. Uh, we'll say uh, my my favorite thing and I tweeted about this was uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk is literally the best. For me, MCU, MCU Marvel villain I've seen on screen. Uh, yeah, you tweeted that. I don't agree with that, but I think he's unreal. Oh, I, I don't see how... Well, for me, like, I mean, I guess the closest thing you could say is Thanos. But, like, they give so much more to... Because it's TV as well, right? So mm-hmm. you, you spend more time with the character. But I think his character is so well acted and nuanced. Where, like, he's a giant... He's a big baby He's a giant big baby who has a lot of power, but he is smart, but he, his emotions go off like a baby. And you can always see it in his acting where he could go off at any moment and just fuck you up. His yeah. rage that you can like always see under his character is, is quite oh, yeah. amazing. He, he looks like he's about to snap. Yeah. But what I like about his character too is like something you don't often see is that his character is his, his motivation is love, which is amazing. Because he's 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 truly evil, but like everything he does is because he he really genuinely loves this girl, who's also yeah, evil. I mean, he was doing all of his bad stuff. Before. Yeah, but like everything in this season is 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 uh, propelled by that love. Yeah, for her, he just wants Vanessa back, basically. Yeah, exactly. I thought that's super cool, and the way he manipulates people in the season is is quite. Yeah, you awesome really too. got to. See- got to see that a lot more this season i felt like and be like oh i can see how there's really no way you can turn to get out from yeah um so i thought his his uh, wait what what character do you think is better than wilson fisk just curious uh vulture killmonger thanos huh loki that's interesting no the thing with the nuances like that every one of those characters that's interesting. I, I agree all those characters are great, but I mean, just because they spend so much time on uh, Wilson Fisk, I think he's, for me, he's just you, there's just more time to develop that character. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I think it's great. Um, let's see. Uh, Matt is out of the suit for the entire season. Yeah, that black suit. If black you don't have a Halloween costume, don't make a suit. It's the easiest thing. Yeah, it's actually the easiest costume. You just need black, black t- uh, black long sleeve shirt and black pants uh and uh you could use another black t-shirt and tie it around your face i guess there you go there you go no i i want to like make one not even for halloween so cool uh not a lot of billy club action in this uh, in this uh no that's what i like too they kind of uh they kind of took away his protection they got him back to basics he was more just just him out there doing his thing yeah his character is so i i mean he's a troubled character to begin with but i i i love it like he, he's just so, I don't know. It, I mean, it's pretty, it's in their <laughs> subtitle, I guess, is let the devil out. He's just so dark <laughs> the entire season, just trying mm-hmm. to push his friends away. But they also ultimately become the people who like, you know, save him. What I, yeah, what I thought was uh, spoilers, challenge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever. Eh, it's not spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, what I thought was really interesting, what I liked what they did with his character is I find 
a lot of times in superheroes, the sequel usually it's it's uh the hero the character turning away from the hero persona so think like spider-man 2 or the dark knight or like that old spider-man no more comic book where you know they're like okay i can't do this and i'm going to give up that uh that side of me and then Mm -hmm. eventually they they realize they need to be spider-man or whatever but in this story he did the same thing he divorced the two characters but he wanted to bury matt murdoch and just live on as daredevil which i thought was super interesting yeah i thought that was really cool too um let's see Uh, we won't spend too much on this part uh there is um uh, I think uh, Foggy Nelson and Karen Page, his two friends in this uh, show, are uh, like, you know, big pillar, really big main characters in the show. Uh, I thought their arcs were great. Uh, they do a lot. Foggy, too, because I forget if it was season one or two whenever Foggy found out that Matt was Daredevil, but there, I think there it's was one. a chunk where he was, yeah, he was just so whiny. He's like, man, how could yeah. you do this? But yeah. this season, like, they're all just so competent and like their own people. Yeah, they they all have. Yeah, it's so great. They, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah, exactly. They're competent. They're competent. They're all trying to help out in different ways. Uh, it they don't. They're not characters that need saving, which is great. You know, like they're characters who also want to save the city in their own way. Uh, they all have something to bring to the table. Exactly, which I love about it, and they they really flesh out both of their characters in this one, especially with Karen. They go into oh, her ba- their, their backstory. Such a badass. Um, here's something I wrote here is um, <laughs> when I Agent Nadim, and I won't get too much into him. Uh, when I first saw his character, he's a big character in this season. Um, mm. But when I first saw him, I thought he was just gonna be like this B character. <laughs> like I didn't even I I thought he was I thought he was gonna get. Um, I even know he's going to be a main character until they start showing more of him because he just looked like such a BC character and like a young, handsomer Ray Romano kind of guy. Um, yeah, it's but, Muslim Ray Romano. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. Like, I, I actually ended up really liking what they did with his his character too. Yeah, no, I, I really liked his character a lot. Uh, actually, like the first episode I looked at this guy, like JLE is his name, but mm-hmm. he's very charismatic handsome as hell i was like yo like this guy needs to lead in a different show because i think i i I thought he was endlessly watchable he was a good addition to the he was good i and i i don't think it's well you know what i'll I'll throw up the spoilers anyways at this point um i won't say what happens to his character but mostly just like i love (laughs) (laughs) well i guess that's so ambiguous yeah but uh i think i really like you basically get to see his character being manipulated from start to finish. Mm-hmm. So he's the one character in the show that you get to see his his beginnings, what troubles he's had, but then how Wilson Fisk truly manipulates that character into what, whatever happens at the end, which I thought yeah, was really he just cool. Yeah, gets all the people under his thumb. Yeah. Uh, Agent Poindexter, the guy who plays Bullseye, I really really love that like his acting was yeah. crazy in this and you this. know he was one of the the final contenders to be, captain to be captain america yeah before evans got it really i could kind of see that he has that face uh, i don't know he looks too mean i like chris evans pretty face oh oh that's what nice uh yeah i thought uh their the bullseye stuff was cool and uh i love how they don't like just say that guy, he got a bullseye or whatever. <laughs> they oh, don't... I actually was. I said to Steph, I was like, oh man, I was waiting all season. All season for that? Somebody uh, in the head or so, I don't know, just nail it. And then him or somebody else, probably somebody else just go bullseye. 
that's all I want. That's why that's true. They could have done that, but like no, his, it would have been too much. Maybe I loved like the the like it's he's bullseye. Everyone knows he's bullseye who uh, reads comics or knows anything about Marvel stuff. But like, mm-hmm. just like his ability to just throw stuff and connect to all of it was yeah, really a cool. People asked me who bullseye was, and just to people who don't know him, like again, Suicide Squad. Like, you know who Deadshot is? He's Deadshot with any weapon or non-weapons. Like in the comics, there's one comic where he pulls out his fingernails and throws those because he doesn't have any. Like, he's insane. Yeah, he's, like, Daredevil's, like, main arch nemesis uh, in the show. And his arc is uh, really great. They really dig into, like, his uh, his backstory. And, like, you kind of empathize with him a little bit, right? Like, they, they want you to be like, hey, he's just a troubled guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's easily manipulated. Um, he's a guy, like, fighting to not have a psychotic break. And yeah. once again, Mr. Fisk just... Orchestrates everything so that he has a complete breakdown. Crushes it. Um, so yeah, bullseye stuff and all the stuff that like uh he oh man, he just throws everything. It's amazing. <laughs> he throws oh, yeah. everything and connects. I love the one where he just like throws like a gun behind his back and it just connects to somebody's face. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um go ahead. Something I thought that was cool, just uh while you have the spoiler thing up, uh a nice little mirror was it was even you had the clip of it in the in your box, but whenever first episodes daredevil really has nothing to live for and there's one scene where he's fighting these guys then he goes on his knees and he puts his hands up and he wants the guy to hit him in the head and kill him yeah um then his buddy pulls him away like we gotta go the cops coming or whatever yeah but then double spoiler alert uh the last episode whenever matt is just beating the absolute shit out of fisk yeah fisk is dressed in white covered in blood but he's just on his knees and then he puts his hands up and he wants oh to that's cool that's cool yeah. i didn't think about that I love that last fight. I think it's awesome. I love how they show Kingpin fight. It's just like he's so me- like he's so big. He's a wrecking ball. Did like, I ever tell you my Vincent D'Onofrio story? <laughs> no. I was working at a restaurant here, and uh, on the patio there was uh, there was a couple a couple couples sitting outside, and a homeless guy walked by, and he smacked one of the ladies in the head, and then the guys started freaking out, and they were yelling at the homeless guy, and then <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio, who was a couple tables down, like got up, and he he was sitting with his family, but he came over, and he was trying to break it up is like oh, just go back inside mr d'onofrio oh uh, that's awesome <laughs> guy in real life is basically my ah uh, yeah that's awesome yeah because like when he's when he's fighting you like feel every punch he throws but also like how oh i like, noticed the sound mixing they they were like daredevils are like yeah but then whenever he punches it's like they, yeah. they make it sound heavier like they sound punch. heavier but also when they're punching him it's like these punches aren't doing as much <laughs> on this guy you know what yeah. i mean like when he's fighting uh spoilers uh uh, Agent Poindexter in the Daredevil costume at the very end. It's just like, uh, yeah. like every punch he throws onto that guy, oh, especially when he spoilers again, breaks his back. You feel it. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah, feel we it. We were both like, ooh, when that happened. Uh, I'll throw the spoilers down at this point. Uh, I, we should probably move on right now. But uh, last thing I'll say, uh, Sister Maggie. Oh, let me just get one last thing in. Yeah, uh, Matt Murdock is Daredevil. Okay, take this. Okay, go cool. cool. <laughs> uh, Sister Maggie was great. I thought uh, we could speak ooh. more. I thought that they wanted to fuck the whole season. I know. Season. That's so funny because when you wrote that, I I died laughing because I knew. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. You're yeah. like, turns out they don't. They don't. They. I just th- I think it might be a case of the screen having sexual chemistry because that was kind of palpable. <laughs> All right. I think you've been uh, reading too much Shakespeare there. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh. uh yeah. Oedipus Rex goes back a lot further than Shakespeare. 
well, not to me, it does. <laughs> uh, Shakespeare, that's the guy who wrote the first play, right? That's right, that's right. All right, let's move on, let's move on. This, this stream's already hit 40 minutes, oh my god, we're just... Uh, the next thing we'll talk about, we'll just go right into it, shall we? Yep. Uh, we're going to go into... Ba, 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 ba. Uh, let me just uh, throw this down here. So anyways, Daredevil, uh, last thing I'll say about it while I have this image up is I I liked, I think it's my favorite season of uh, Daredevil and Marvel uh, Netflix. Yeah, my favorite season of Marvel Netflix, any of them. Yeah, Two bloody thumbs up. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, it's better than season one. If you have all the understanding of these characters from all those past seasons... It's just such a more controlled and well-told story than the other seasons, I think. Like, mm-hmm. they just, they're so confident in their storytelling in this. I just love it. Um, what else do you love, Tom? I love A Star Is Born. Woo! Uh, yeah, let's see here. Can you just, can you put an audio drop in of Lady Gaga hitting that? That, yeah, I could totally do it. <gasps> Uh, Bradley Cooper's directorial debut based on apparently a 1937 movie also called The Star is Born also 1954 movie I, I couldn't get those dates I saw also, one article yeah so this like 77 I think the Barbra Streisand this thing has been made over and over but uh, Bradley Cooper really freaking kills his directorial debut I think he nailed it it was incredible uh, I saw um, yeah go ahead it was I feel like it was Lady Gaga's movie though right Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, she was so good. I've only seen her act in a story. Yeah, I was whatever season that was when she was a vampire or some shit. So the article that I read was um, uh, basically, well, first of all, Bradley Cooper spent eighteen months of vocal training to achieve his gravelly singing voice. Uh, so. Yeah, he really wanted Here, to. I just, I just want to take another look. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, he spent a long time to to get that voice. Hey, you! I just want to look at you real good. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, but uh, what I read in the interview was uh, Lady Gaga relied on him for getting an honest acting experience out of her, and Bradley relied on her for singing. So they it was cool. Just like they both relied on each other for like the two things that they are good at. And nice. Bradley Cooper was a great singer in the movie for sure, but Lady Gaga was an incredible actress. I thought like she did oh, such she was so good. Like did I you was... cry? Sorry, how many times did you cry? Uh, I didn't cry. What? Yeah, I didn't cry. What's wrong with you? I the only thing I cry about is uh, Toy Story and oh, yeah. my love for when uh, Michael Jordan sinks the the basketball in the hoop in Space Jam. <laughs> that's right Um, no just that scene whenever and this isn't a spoiler it's literally why everyone went to see the movie it's in the trailer but that scene when she goes out and sings with him just the build-up leading oh yeah i i i will say i felt in the movie i was feeling things um but i i did not cry um but i i yeah i i i thought the movie was so like she was so amazing, but they do they tackle a lot of stuff in this one movie, you know. Like it was long. Yeah, it, 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 it's like two it, and a half it, hours. It felt long too. Like you know, you felt the two hours, but it didn't drag. I didn't think. No, no. Well, there's just like telling a bunch of different stories in this one story, right? Like you have, mm-hmm. uh, like Lady Gaga's rise, like an underdog, like really coming into her own kind of thing. They they deal a lot with like mental health. They deal with like relationships and addiction. They they tackle all these stories in one story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I haven't seen the original Stars Borns. 
I um, yeah, neither have I. I think it's slightly different. I think Bradley Cooper. Yeah, must have but done. I was just gonna say, I this story in of itself isn't anything original. Obviously, it's not an original story, but like, and you could tell where it was going. Like, you knew where it was going to go. It didn't break the mold like that, but it didn't matter. The ride was so fun. Lady Gaga yeah. was so watchable. I don't think uh, I anticipated the ending. Like. Oh, maybe in, maybe in retrospect I could have like you kind of I guess they planted the seeds for it I didn't know for sure they would commit to it in which case I was pretty happy they did because I thought that was uh, that's great right uh, uh, I thought the cinematography itself especially during shows was awesome like when they were yeah, doing like really the big cool. like they show a lot of close-ups of like 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 macro shots of Bradley Cooper's face or like the guitar and like him like just just shredding a solo uh the crabs too they shot at bonnaroo yeah. i think another yeah they shot up a... oh i also heard they um they did all their music live yeah um yeah. so uh bradley cooper went to eddie vetter for because he was doing a kind of eddie vetter character mm-hmm. and the one thing eddie vetter told him well i don't know if it's the one thing but he told him not to do the music like not to sing live in the movie and they did it anyway and i think the movie is better for it Apparently, that's a thing that Lady Gaga said too. She says, "You're not singing the where we are not singing this music like uh, lip synced because it's not as genuine kind of thing." I yeah, I can I believe that you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Can you throw up the spoiler thing? There's one. <laughs> of the course. The ending is something I want to talk. Yeah, let's talk about it. One second. Spoilers. Okay, if you guys haven't seen this movie yet, you should go see it. Um, it's it's good it's a great it's a great date night it's a great solo by yourself just go mm-hmm. oh yeah Laura yes. Gordon. that's <laughs> knowledge. um but the the thing with the movie is like she she gets she lady gaga gets um a manager some kind of smarmy little british dude that we don't like mm-hmm. uh and he is kind of changing her like the character ally he's kind of making her or superficial you got to learn how to dance you got to dye your hair you got to do all that yeah right you're gonna play the um, shitty music yeah stuff and like he bradley cooper did not react well to that but mm-hmm. um so something really bad happens at the end of the movie because of her manager he has a chat with bradley cooper and he basically says everything wrong in ali's life is his fault yeah um and what kind of drove me crazy is there's no resolution that like it's yeah, like he's directly responsible for something really bad, and he still just goes on and is Ali's manager, which kind of bugged me. But then I was thinking about it in the very last scene, uh, whenever Ali does that song, she mm-hmm. she does this song. It's a a memorial song, basically. Yeah, spoiler thing stuff. Um, but what I in that scene, it seemed like she was back to her roots. Her hair looked darker. Um, she just had a simple dress on. She wasn't dancing. She stood, mm-hmm. sang the hell out of a song, absolutely killed it. And to me, I kind of took that as she off screen got rid of her manager. She like she wants to go back to what made her good in the first place, and that's mm-hmm. how I choose to read the movie. And it makes me feel slightly better. Yeah, I just got off with. Yeah, I don't think yeah. there was repercussions of like he was the cause of that, but she. I, I mean, it's pretty. I think that it's pretty obvious that he didn't like the mainstream stuff that she was doing and mm. especially when they do the snl thing where like she's singing like a random song in snl that's like catchy but it's not what she was singing at the beginning of the movie 
Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like just that, that last song was soul crushing because <laughs> it was so good, though. Yeah, and it was so good. Me, I'm just like, that's where she's going to go. That's her. Yeah, so I love that. That arc of like earnest singer goes into stardom, doesn't know how to handle it. She becomes someone who, uh, you know, because she doesn't know any better, right? She's just started in the business. She becomes mm-hmm. mainstream and then she kind of loses her way, but she doesn't know that. And I'm not sure she entirely cares because she got what she wanted all these years. And then Bradley, the person who fell in love with her, is really because of like how deep into music she there's a beautiful line where it's like every song is 12 notes between an octave or something like that and he loved the way she kind of arranged those like notes between mm-hmm. octaves so it's like oh yeah he really liked the the soul that she put in her music oh yeah she was fantastic yeah. i just so good the, yeah the last scene i just feel like she yeah to me i'm reading it as she got back to back to her roots back to that uh-huh. people <laughs> people go watch this film i think it uh taylor and i Two thumbs up. I love it. I love it. It'll make you feel. It'll make you feel. Apparently uh, not cry, though. Not cry. No. It's, again, it's no Space Jam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Laura, British, you needed a comeuppance. He needed to be a comeupt. He needed to be comeupt so hard, is what Laura says. I agree. Maybe they should make A Star is Born 2 as a short film where Lady Gaga is just beating the shit yeah, out of her old manager. Yeah, like star gets even or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. Nice. Uh, shall we go into our very last topic? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are doing, uh, and I'll pull it up here. Oh, I also uh, saw Venom and A Star Is Born same night. Really salty. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I mean, clearly Venom's the winner in that one. Oh yeah, I just felt bad for Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, Venom made more money, so they probably yeah, it made across five hundred million today. It's yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, Halloween, let's talk about it. I loved it. I thought it was fun as hell. So uh, I also loved it. I thought it was really good. I'm not, and uh, I'm not really big into scary horror movies at all. Like I, I've gotten better over the years. I don't usually seek the thrill of a horror movie, but I've seen plenty of modern ones like, you know, Get Out. And I haven't seen Quiet Place, even though I'm crazy. I know I want to see Quiet Place. Uh, I want to see I've seen It. You know, all those like recent like horror movies have come back in a really cool way. Yeah, horrors, The Babadook, It Follows, The Witch. Um, The Ritual on Netflix is really good. Yeah. So I think horror is coming back in a really cool way for sure. It's gone a long way since like Saw 5, <laughs> for example. Uh, or like the freaking grudge, which sucks. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't I don't even like everybody knows who Michael Myers is because of pop culture and stuff like that. But honestly, yeah, I might have seen I might have seen the first Halloween movie once, like once. Yeah. And maybe not even like the entire way through. I, I don't even remember, honestly. I've seen none of the other Halloween movies and that did not stop my enjoyment of this movie. Yeah, you don't really need to. I mean, yeah, he's just kind of in the, the zeitgeist. Like, everybody knows Michael Myers. They know. Yeah. And what's great about this movie, too, is we should say it's a direct sequel to the first one 40 years ago. They cut out every movie in between. Yeah, I think that's awesome. That's uh, awesome. Makes it easy to watch for me. Um Man, this movie uh, is brutal, is what I wrote. I, I don't have many notes for this, except for, like, it's brutal. <laughs> there's it's some brutal. It's also very funny. Yeah, there's some really fun parts in there. Um, well, it's you know it's co-written by Danny McBride, right? 
right? Yes, I saw that. I, I did yeah, see I that. David Gordon Green. David Gordon Green's done some good movies too. He directed, I think, Pineapple Express. Actually. I think people don't give Danny McBride enough credit. That guy's an incredible writer. Like he's done like, like I've never seen him do horror before, but like the fact that he's done like amazing shows, like for example, Eastbound and Down, like uh, a crazy amazing show on its own, right? Like shouldn't be a surprise that this comedian can also write anything. I guess. Yeah, I yeah. I, I feel like I was talking to a lot of people seem to not like horror. And I was talking to this movie about them just saying how, for me, I love comedy and I love horror. I find they're both very similar just in terms of like guttural reactions that it's, it's a build and then a release of tension, be it a yeah. joke, like a setup to a joke or like the tense moment before somebody gets killed. And then, you know, so like I could see how he'd get at someone, it. Yeah, yeah. How you could go from that to something else. Yeah. Um, but this movie is clearly just by guys who love the original and that, permeates through the whole movie you can feel it mm-hmm. um the, the the strode women in this movie are so cool laurie is just which one? Oh yeah laurie laurie yes uh jimmy yeah, lee curtis, jimmy is, lee curtis. Is, yeah she's she super badass fantastic yeah. she's the, that's she the thing down her activity yogurt and picked up and <laughs> she's kicking ass all over again what i like about um i love character like uh, things i like about horror movies uh successful ones is when um, the main characters go from scared to able to like gain enough confidence to face their fears, you know? So like mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, she was always like afraid, but she's ready to kick ass, which I really like. It makes you as the audience viewer being like, okay, she's confident. I want to be confident. Uh, 100%, like most of the movie, I was just like, just get Michael to Jamie Lee Curtis. And then yeah. it's done. Like you, you knew. And it was funny too. There's a lot of role reversal in this movie too, because she's not, she's not like a lamb getting led to the slaughter. You know, she's mm-hmm. the one who's hunting Michael at the same time. And like, yeah. there's, there's the old scene in the original Halloween when Lori's sitting in her classroom and then she looks out and she sees Michael across the street and then he's gone when the car drives. All right. And in this movie, um, I, I forget her granddaughter's name but she's sitting in class you look out and you see Lori standing across the street right and she's gone I ass- which garnered a laugh in my theater i assumed uh the the one where she she got kicked out of a window uh yep. exactly, exactly the same the thing end. yeah so i like i like i didn't even like i it's just kind of obvious the way they they filmed it i'm like cool like he he's afraid of her even though he doesn't yeah, talk the threat which is cool he doesn't talk in the entire movie too no yeah, does. or he doesn't he doesn't talk or you don't see his face which i i really i really liked that like mm-hmm. it's cool and it was the the same actor as the first one cool man like i thought that was fun um again it i was, yeah it go was ahead. terrifying though that that scene with the teeth in the bathroom and oh man oh, it just did not pull any punches people you thought you'd be like oh no this person will be sa- oh yeah like a fucking lot of people die and yeah there's some like oh my god i can't believe i just watched that kind of thing um the one in the bathroom we'll we'll let the 10 year old get away oh wait what the one in the bathroom yeah the 10 uh the one in the bathroom really fucked me up because like a lot of kills you see kind of off screen or you know they're really one and done and quick but the one in the bathroom um i guess it's kind of spoilers but i mean it's a kill like i don't know (laughs) it's um it's brutal because you see every blow to this dude's head that's the thing i found in this movie he stabbed or slit and grabbed people's heads and smashed them into objects over and over again like those were his and the smashing was the smashing was crazy yeah you like i man 
just like that that bathroom killer, I like, couldn't even believe it. I'm like, man, if I were to hit get hit in the head that many times by like a bathroom stall, like that sucks. Like, oh my yeah. god, my god, I uh, just like knife knives through the throat and him like, yeah, like, just give me a knife, like, yeah, geez. yeah. I like how his like um, his basic weapon is literally just a kitchen knife, probably a KitchenAid knife. Yeah, that scene, uh, that that was in the trailer too. When I was into the uh, the random woman's house and picks up he goes into the, the oh yeah and he picks up the the hammer and then he walks in yeah he goes and he hammers her and then he grabs the knife. oh it's just so good yeah i thought the oh well the music in halloween's awesome i love that synth mm-hmm. they did uh, a remix to john carpenter's original score too which is really cool uh beginning scene uh, you can see you can see in the trailer right now it's just the journalist goes up to him with fucking idiot just mm-hmm. try to antagonize him to become michael myers i mean like you know be a killer again yeah. He was fine, man. You just you let, leave him alone. Don't you don't need to get your stupid story and look what you've done. You've unleashed hell. Uh, well, actually, tongue. They're podcasters. I, oh, they they're podcasters. Yeah. Yeah, they they have like a serial type show. Do they not? Um, I don't remember honestly, but like you know what, serials are a very serious podcast, Taylor. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. That's right. Uh, don't laugh at podcasters, Taylor. What do you think you're on right now? What do you think you're on right now? <laughs> uh, Facebook. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Anything else you want to say about the movie? I just want to say the words Judy Greer. I love Judy Greer so much. Yeah. Um, she was perfect casting for Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter too. Like they all like it. They nailed that. Um, and Judy Greer, I've been saying for like our Joan Cusack. Mm. And I love them both so much. So and Judy, she shines in. Yes. So Judy Greer is one of those actresses who doesn't get a, like she's in a lot of movies, but she's always like a B character or like some she's like a character actor. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But she's, uh, she's the goofy friend a lot. Yeah. But I like that they gave her more in this movie for sure. Cause like, I was like, Oh, Judy, like, you know, every time I see Judy she, Greer now, it's just like, Oh, how many, how many lines does she get in this movie? 10? Like, <laughs> but this one, uh, you got to are you more. saying you felt she got shortchanged as the mom in Jurassic world? Because I'm not having any of that. I don't even remember her being the mom of Jurassic World. So there you go. I just kept waiting right before they like get Michael Myers. I just wanted Judy Greer to lift up the shirt and be like, say goodbye to thee. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, All right. Okay. So that's it for Halloween. Uh, Yeah. Again, I, 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 I really liked it. Yeah, it doesn't reinvent the wheel either, but it's just, it's a slasher movie, but... I mean, perfect for Halloween. It's the grandfather, it's like the, you know, it's really the pioneer. I know, like, Black Christmas and stuff too, but it it just did that formula, and it did it very... Perfect for Halloween. I I smoked, like, two joints and... (laughs) Terrified. Um... To... Well, it's legal now, right? So you can smoke as many joints as you want. That's true. To get spooked. I mean, it wasn't then, but I live in Vancouver, so. Oh, true. <laughs> um, also, yeah, I, I, the only thing is, this is no problem to the movie, but I did see it with uh, some friends who were a little chatty during the movie, and that kind of ruined a little bit of it for me. Yeah. Uh, just because, uh, you know, like you say, it's a build to get scared or la- uh, laugh, and mm-hmm. any, any, for me, like uh, movies are sacred places. Get off your phones. The, don't talk in a movie. We can talk after and whatever like every now and then if you want to run over and just be like give me the oh like in a marvel movie (laughs) you can you can give me that but that's it if you have something to say wait half a month and talk about it on facebook and talk about it on talking tongue that's right 
anybody can be a guest here. It doesn't take much, as you can tell. <laughs> it's true. I just had a Monday free. That's right. Uh, but yeah, uh, it kind of ruined a couple spooks for me, but I, I did very much enjoy it. Taylor, we did it. We did it. We did it. Uh, I At the end of the show, I always like to talk about what are, what are the things that you're looking forward to for uh, next month? Anything that you uh, saw that you wanted to kind of you know oh, geez. in november no no i don't know what's coming out next month november. i'll tell you i'll tell you what i saw on the internet that it interests me uh the grinch because <laughs> i like benedict cumberbatch yeah. i'll be down for that um ralph breaks the internet i'll watch that that's out this month as well next month yeah november okay. uh the spyro remake is coming out <laughs> so i like spyro uh hitman 2 i like that uh-huh. Creed two uh, and Creed two. I was gonna save that as my my punch, my little punch, my one two punch. Uh, but yes, Creed two is my most anticipated movie of uh, November, one hundred percent. Creed one was my one of my favorite movies of that year. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one step, one punch, uh, one round at a time. As uh, exactly, that's how you live your life, right? That's that's, that's right. Tattoo. Exactly. <laughs> it uh, it didn't fit on my back, so it goes to my front too. <laughs> yeah, it wraps around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also looking forward to the movie Widows. Is that a horror movie? No, it's um it's done by Steve McQueen, who did oh. like Twelve Years a Slave and Hunger mm. and stuff. Um, it's just a it's a group of a little bit older um women who I I don't know I avoid trailers I just know that the people behind it and people in it that looks me right can i say right off the get-go that uh is this um, maybe i shouldn't say this out loud but i didn't like 12 years a slave i think that makes you a racist yeah i think i'm a racist that must be it um but anyways that yeah it sounds cool sounds neat uh i mean it's an oscar award-winning movie so you know there's there's that i mean but so is suicide squad so that's gonna say it's no suicide squad yeah yeah exactly taylor thanks for being on the cast uh no worries uh any sh- um, tongue Go don't ahead. turn around but i think there's a ghost in your mirror. holy crap uh i think there's also a towel in my mirror too <laughs> all right people let's sign out here uh thanks again for uh watching another episode of talking tongue if you're joining later or you're listening to itunes uh you know join us for the facebook live stream we always like having people chat in the chat uh and yeah See ya next time, folks. Bye.